Let's Talk Sports with Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune-Herald on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 435, we do welcome Bryce Cherry into the program. Bryce, it's the Bears and Iowa State coming up on Saturday afternoon, 2.30. Should be a great day weather-wise. It, it looks like it's going to be a, a terrific day for football. Hey, one of the things that we've been talking about here on the program over the last couple of days is, yes, the Bears have done exactly what they're supposed to do. They were supposed to go out and win three games against teams they were supposed to beat. But what do we really know about this football team? Is, is that a fair statement in your opinion? It is a fair statement. Uh, I would say there's very little we know just because, uh, you know, as you said, they go out, they win three games against three teams you expect them to, to beat, and uh, and most of them beat handily. Um, and, and they pretty much did that. The Texas State game was, was relatively close, but Baylor still pulls that one out on the road. Um, you know, just from the eye test, I would say their offensive line looks, you know, night and day better. Um, and certainly the running game is, is clicking along at a, at a high clip. But, you know, let's, let's see him prove it against somebody like an Iowa State, like an Oklahoma, like an Oklahoma State. I mean, this to me is the litmus test to just see how improved this Dave Aranda coach team is. Uh, I mean, I think we all believe they are improved, but, you know, j at, at just what level, you know, I think we're going to start finding out on Saturday. When you look at what this offense has been able to do through the first three ball games, how important is it for them to get off to a good start in the game on Saturday to make sure that, you know, they keep that momentum going and not bog down? Yeah, I think that's that's key. I mean, uh, you always want to, uh, you know, give yourself a little bit of momentum, a little bit of confidence just early in the game. Um, you know, one of the things I wrote about uh, this week is uh, just what they've done on fourth down. And, and we've seen that on some early drives this year where, you know, they, they had it kind of clicking along and they hit a fourth and three and they decide, you know, we'd like to keep clicking along. <laughs> Let's let's go for it, and they've they've done that pretty well this year. They're six out of seven on uh, on fourth down. Um, they've converted their last five. Abram Smith, kind of their go-to guy on fourth down. Um, I'm not sure I'm supposed to let that out. Maybe I hope, you know, hopefully Iowa State's not listening, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure they can watch film just like anybody else. But <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree. I think they they need to. Uh, obviously get some momentum early in the game. Now, uh, the big key is whether you're in it in the fourth quarter. And and to me, if Baylor's in it in the fourth quarter, that will be the sign of just how improved this team is, you know, against a, a ranked, a very good Iowa State team. Now, obviously, they, they actually were in it uh, late last year in Ames with, uh, with, you know, a Baylor team that wasn't that good. So, um, you know, sometimes you can't always read too much into one game either. You mentioned the fourth down situation. A couple of thoughts here. One, is that uh, the going forward on fourth down, in your opinion, is that part of the building that identity that Coach Aranda talks so much about? And, B, at some point, you, you, you mentioned six out of seven. At some point, they're not going to get one of those, and they're going to put the defense in harm's way. 
Yeah, and Dave Aranda actually addressed that this week. Uh, you know, he he knows that the law of averages will keep catch up with them, and that uh, you know an opposing defense will execute properly and and stop them at some point, and and they will have to to step up on defense. You know, for all the the improvement that the running game has made and the offensive line has made, to me, the strength of this team is still on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, they've got a lot of experience back on that side of the ball. I think one area that John Werner and I have talked about a lot uh, that we'd still like to see maybe some improvement there is in their pass rush. You know, they're not getting the kind of pass rush I think that they want right now. Um, But, uh, you know, back to the fourth down thing, I think it it gives you confidence when you go for it and you you, uh, execute it. Uh, but also, Aranda talked about it, you know, it, it sort of gives you more freedom as a play caller if you view third down as a, as a two-down situation, you know. Um, then, like, if you're in a third and eight, you can, you can throw that little six yard out and go, well, we're still going to go for it on, you know, fourth and two. Um, and like I said, they have, they have been very, very good, very efficient on those plays. But you're right, you know, I mean, uh, they're not likely to hit at 85% all season long. For this team, as far as being able to get that pass rush, is the secondary gone beyond your expectations so far this season for the Bears? And what I mean by that is, you know, they've been able to shut some teams down. And, look, I know the competition, but it seems like the secondary has been real dialed in for this Bears defense. Yeah, it has, and and, I, and you would think that if that continues, uh, that will help the pass rush. We know how all of those things sort of work together and, and coalesce. Um, you know, it, you start getting some coverage sacks if, if that secondary is, is doing their job on the back end and, uh, you know, vice versa. If Baylor's able to, to get a little more push up front, then, then that helps the secondary. So, uh, that most of their pass rush pressure right now has come on blitzes with linebackers and maybe the occasional safety. But uh, they, I think they certainly are expecting a little bit more out of the likes of uh, Apu Ika, if I'm saying that right, uh, and just some of those guys on the D-line. You know, they're, they're needing a little bit more out of them. But uh, I think one of the things that, um, you know, you, you've got to give credit to the other team as well some of the quarterbacks that Baylor has played, at least two of the three, I would say, in these first three games were pretty mobile. I mean, that kid at uh, Texas State, I mean, he felt like Fran Tarkin did at times, <laughs> you know, just <laughs> scrambling around there. And I know, you know, we're really dating ourselves if we're talking about Tarkin, but, uh, but yeah, he was he was slippery. I think the guy at Kansas was pretty slippery. So, you know. Maybe with, with some guys that aren't quite as mobile, uh, Baylor might be able to bag a few more sacks. Talking with Bryce Terry, the Waco Tribune Herald. Bryce, one of the things that Coach Aranda talked about was the physicality of the Cyclones. And, you know, is, is that one of the areas where the Bears just got to match Iowa State's physicality up front in the, in the trenches, both offensively and defensively? Yeah, no doubt. Uh, if you're going to be a – hard-nosed winning football team you've got to be tough and you got to be rugged and um you know that was something i thought they did well under matt rule 
and I think they're trying to build that kind of an identity under Dave Aranda. I mean, you know, defense was the strength of this team last year. Uh, you're starting to get a little bit more of a hard-nosed mindset uh, on the offensive side with just, you know, running the ball, uh, you know, grinding grinding it between the tackles. And, I mean, obviously they run that wide zone, but but they're still running between the tackles. I mean, uh, you know, they're, they're – they're kind of going with a traditional winning formula of football. Run the ball, play some good defense. How important is it for this team to be sound in special teams and, and maybe try to help their offense out a little bit with a big play or two? Yeah, I mean, uh, that, that can win you games. <laughs> you know, the, those, the, when, you, when you get a big play in special teams, it just I, I don't know what the percentages are of – you know, a, a, a team that gets like a huge kickoff return for a touchdown that, that win the game, but I'd say it's probably pretty high. Um, and we know the capability of Treston Ebner in that role. I mean, he's, he's, he can be dynamic. And so, you know, those kind of plays are ones that, you know, they have to hit just right. Uh, but you still need consistency out of those units where, uh, you're just not hurting yourself on special teams. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, as long as you're, you know, making some forward progress and not, not, you know, ball security is, is a, a good thing. I mean, um, so you, you want to execute and then occasionally pop the big one. Hey, what was your, uh, what was your take on Charlie Brewer exiting uh, Utah after three starts? You know, I tweeted about it yesterday uh, where I said, look, uh, to me this doesn't tarnish Charlie's college legacy at all. He's in his fifth year for, I mean, crying out loud, he's already had a full college career. Uh, The thing I said on Twitter was just, I think we'll end up looking at his time in Utah as the the Rocky Five or – coming to America, too, you know, of his career, you know. I mean, it's, it's a sequel that we'll just conveniently omit from our memory. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> but I also feel like, I will say this, I, I got a tweet back, and I never did respond. I was busy, and uh, I don't often get into little uh, Twitter clapbacks anyway. But, uh, but a Baylor fan was like, Oh, you're entitled to your opinion, but uh, but, but most wrong. of us, uh, but most of us at, at Baylor were basically glad to see Charlie go, and they talked about his lack of arm strength. Well, you know what? I feel like Charlie is one of those guys that should be appreciated a little bit more uh, by Baylor fans. Uh, okay, maybe he couldn't fling it, you know, sixty yards down the field, but he was a gamer. Uh, he took you to a dead gum sugar bowl and, and won a lot of games for you. He was gritty. He was a leader. Uh, and he was always, always running for his life. He never had a good offensive line in front of him the entire time he was at Baylor. So let's cut the guy some slack. I, I'm with you on that one. Hey, let's switch gears. Final thought. I want to get to your thoughts on Leroy Coleman. Uh, you, you and I both know him well. Uh, he is being honored by Waco ISD on Friday night, the uh, Ladanian Tomlinson Classic, and he's going to be uh, inducted into the Waco ISD Hall of Fame. And uh, then there's also a, a, a meet and greet coming up Thursday night at 6 o'clock over at Walk-Ons. Just your thoughts on, on Coach Leroy Coleman. 
No, man, you know, good grief. Uh, he's He should go in the nice guy Hall of Fame. Absolutely. And I know what, I know what they say about nice guys. Nice guys finish last. But uh, at the same time, Leroy had an excellent run at university and coached some very, very good teams, produced a lot of talent. Um, they, you know, they uh, believe they might have beaten – Palestine, Adrian Peterson, one year they, you know, they went to the regional final. I think in '02, uh, you know, they had some some good teams and and really some of universities' last really good teams. I mean, it's been a a long dry spell since uh, since Coach Coleman was there. Uh, but you know, like I said, just a genuine heart of gold. Every time you see him, I mean, ninety. 8.5% of the time, he's got a smile on his face. Uh, you know, I'm sure uh, his players have maybe occasionally seen the other side. Uh, but he's, he, you know, he was always about the kids. And I, I loved that about him. I loved that about Kent Bechtel. Uh, I always felt like they were peas in a pod in that regard. Um, and, you know, I'm just I'm happy for 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 Leroy Coleman. Think about his football legacy. Here's a guy who played high school football with Mean Joe Green mm-hmm. and coached Ladanian Tomlinson. I mean, a couple of Hall of Famers right there. So uh, he's he's been rubbing shoulders with some uh, some pretty uh, elite level talent. Uh, Bryce, I said the other day to somebody, I said, look. Forget about X's and O's and all that. Just look at how many young people he's influenced in his career. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And if you talk to those guys uh, now, and, and Chad Conan did for a story that he'll have, but uh, all of them would say that about, about Coach Coleman and just what uh, a tremendous impact he made on their lives. Hey, what are you, uh, what are you guys working on for the, for the uh, trip over the next couple of days? So the Coach Coleman story chat will have that. Uh, I mentioned the fourth downs. That's online now and will be in tomorrow's paper. And then I got a chance to talk uh, just a couple hours ago to uh, Tanner Mordecai at SMU. I'll have a feature story on him. Uh, talk about a guy who's balling out, man. Wow. He's leading the country. Yeah, he's leading the country in touchdown passes. And had a, a pretty exciting end <laughs> to last, last week's game. Uh, I did I did say to him, I said, look, man, you know, how much of a Hail Mary is luck? And and he, he said, look, I'd be ignorant to say, uh, you know, luck doesn't uh, play a factor in it. That said, he said they do practice it. And he also gave major props to number 11. His name escapes me. When I start writing the story, I'll look it up. But. Uh, number 11, uh, one of the other SMU receivers tapped it to uh, Reggie, who, who ended up catching the touchdown pass. So uh, he, he Tanner gave him uh, big-time props and said it was one of the greatest plays he's ever seen on the football field. So, uh, But Tanner Mordecai is, is playing great right now. And, of course, we know – you know, what he did at Midway, uh, you know, leading them to a state championship game appearance his senior year. Yeah, and uh, I've watched that that play about ten times. It, it does not get old. If you get a chance, go look it up, the uh, the pass for, uh, for SMU to, to win the football game last week. Bryce, as always, it's a pleasure, man. Thanks for your time today. Yep, thanks, guys. See you soon.